Hey y'all, this is Daniel Evans, Race Boss, Race to Alaska. It's the 2nd of June, which means that the Grim Sweeper has already chewed up 75 miles out of Port Townsend, looking for any boats taking too long. What I got for you today is an interview with the Team Lost Boys, a father-daughter uh, combo. They are Alaskan in many ways, including living in Dutch Harbor. And as it turns out, I actually built, as a young lad, the buildings for Marcus's business down in Dutch Harbor when I was living down there. Crazy Dutch Harbor connection. Another one tomorrow will be with Josh Collins of Team Torrent as he recounts his first half of this race. Uh, challenging, challenging, challenging. But yeah, stay tuned uh, for that tomorrow. All right, y'all. Enjoy. Do we have to be terribly close? Nope, I think you're good. Uh, all right, hey, this is Daniel, a race boss, and I'm here with Team Lost Boys that came in. Uh, yesterday, what time did y'all come in? 5.32. Can you all introduce yourselves so people know who you are? Sure. I'm, I'm Marcus Alden. I'm the, the captain and owner of the boat. Yeah. I'm Nikki. I'm uh, Marcus's daughter. Yeah. I'm Dylan. I go to school with Nikki, and that's how I found out about it. Okay, right on. We're going to try this uh, thing that I, f I failed at every time so far. <laughs> Just five questions, five minutes. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to start out with... Um, so the last time you did it was in 2016, right? And right. you made it to Telegraph Cove, broke right. your tiller. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think people would be curious to hear what it was like for you, that first mile of putting Telegraph Cove in your <laughs> stern. And did it feel like when you came back this year, did it feel like a, a grudge match for you against Race oh, to yeah. Alaska? Oh, yeah? Not, not necessarily a grudge match, but it was definitely like we're getting to catch a kid. Like, we, we have to yeah. now. Like, this is our vengeance. This is our, our chance to... to yeah, I wouldn't say, you know. you know, for me it wasn't so much a grudge match as like, you know, we made it that far. We had a kept, could have kept going. Yeah. I mean, we had we had done mm -hmm. temporary repairs and, and all that, but, you know, with time for our other crewmate, he didn't have enough time to make it all the way to the end. And if we were going to stop, that was just the logical place to stop because we could get the boat back pretty easy. Yeah. Um, so this time going past was like, yeah, I remember you. I remember you, <laughs> Telegraph. I remember you... <laughs> What was it uh, happening in Growler Cove? Growler, Growler Cove, Cove yeah. which is just a, across the way, a little bit further south from uh -huh. Telegraph. We ended up in Telegraph, but um, so it was, that was kind of like a yeah, been here, done yeah. that. It was like uh, midday, and we were like, we're just gonna keep sailing because I mean, obviously Telegraph Cove has a marina, so right. stopping over the night. If it had been logical for us to stop in Telegraph Cove for the evening, we would have done that. But it was like, we don't have to. We're just gonna keep sailing. Right. Like yeah, yeah. bye. Let's just keep motoring. Nice. Well, that was good. That was good. When you first found out about the race, decided you wanted to do it, why did you want to do it, and why did you want to do it on the on the Corsair? So, so uh, I think I told you the story before, but I'll, I'll if, it, if it's okay. Yeah, um, please do. I found out about the race um, maybe the for the two the first race, 2015 race, maybe a day before the race. I had a colleague, Joe Bursch, who was on the uh, the POA that was in that race that year. Uh, somebody sent out an email blast to all, all his colleagues and associates and whatnot. I said, hey, let's all, you know, cheer Joe on as he goes into this really cool race. I'm like, really cool race? This is, <laughs> this is oh, man, this is awesome. Why didn't I know about this? Yeah. And then I keep reading a little bit more about his, uh, his boat. I noticed on the hull or on the sail, he had stickers of different companies that sponsored him. 
my company sponsor him. <laughs> what the hell? Who didn't tell me about this, you know? So then I was, I was like, I want to do this. And it was just, um, you know, my my background, I grew up as a whitewater raft guide. Yeah. Uh, that's how I met my wife. My, my daughter Nikki's a whitewater raft guide. Uh, my, my best friend from uh, the Maritime Academy, we're all whitewater guides. Yeah. You know, just adventure is, is, is prominent, you know, and, and this seemed like such an amazing, cool adventure. You know, whether you, you're in it for the race or whether you're in it just to do it. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's that, that, that spirit of, you know, going out there and just uh, seeing what's out there. You don't know. You, you don't know until you get there. And Nikki, what was it? When was the yes for you? Um, well, so in the blazer party after the 2015 race, my dad and I um, went and just were there to celebrate everyone who had completed the race and even those who weren't able to complete it. And I, this entire time, I was just like, this seems like a really cool race. And my dad had already, like, bought a boat. And he was just like, I'm doing the race next year. And I was like, that'd be really cool. I wonder, like, who he's going to go with. And I was, like, kind of hinting, like, hey, you know, that sounds really cool. Do you do you maybe want to, like, take me? Um, and we were waiting outside, and he asked, he was like, do you want to do it with me? And so it was just this kind of, like, yes. Oh, thank you. You got my hints. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Bill, what about you? What got you to do the race? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, on, in 2016, I'm like, oh, you're going again. Obviously, why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> I didn't actually ask, I assumed. And then I'm like, when you go again, you're going to bring me, because that sounds incredible. Uh-huh. Going it sailing for question. some. It was a question. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, you know, other people have asked too. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, but you're going to bring me, because I'm not going to let you bring somebody else. Right. <laughs> and so I had sailed with them one time for funds on, in the Duck Dodge uh-huh. in Seattle, and the boat is incredible and then when they were doing it again in 2017 it's 18 18 Nikki called me up and was like hey we're looking for a third person I'm like absolutely well the, the conversation <laughs> yeah, more yeah. of went like Dylan what are you doing over the summer it was like <laughs> 9 o'clock at night and I just called him up on a school night and he was just like, oh, I th- I'm going to be teaching sailing at the Mount Baker R- Sailing and Rowing Center in Seattle. And I was like, no, you're going to Alaska with us. He was just like, okay. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Done deal. That sounds like the best way it should happen. No questions. I mean, you made the decision to have the adventure. You knew kind of what it felt like because you got to telegraph the time before. But then you came out this year, different conditions. Did you have, were there any moments of terror or regret there were some uh, high pucker factor moments. Um, we were in, uh, we're just off Banks Island, I think it was. Yeah. Um, coming up the straight. Yeah, this, that was the second one. And uh, we'd started out probably in 10 knot winds, and it just mm-hmm. steadily built. It didn't built. really notice that first, actually. It was, it was kind of a gradual, but mm-hmm. it was definitely a build-up. We had the spinnaker up. We were going downwind. Mm-hmm. And we were running out further into the swell. Yeah. So the swells kept getting deeper and bigger. And then we got some confused swells. And by the time we knew it, we're in, you know, probably 15 gusting 20, 25. And, uh... uh it was like we're, we've sailed under that with the spinnaker just fine before. Like, right. three yeah. or four... 10 days prior, I don't know. Right. Um, going up Georgia Strait, we had a couple hours of 
20, gusting 22, 25, and we were just cruising along with the spinnaker up. Mm-hmm. But we but, didn't have that confused sea yeah. swell. Uh, and so it was, it's it was like a we're, nice sunny day in the Georgia Straits. Yeah, we were just, beautiful. I mean, it was a lot of wind, and there was a few times where it was like, whoa, that's a big wave. Yeah. But it was all consistent. And yeah. it was running with us. So yes. those waves, you, we would surf, and then mm-hmm. you know, the wave might collapse underneath of us, but it was, it was yeah. all very... Nice. And that sounds like a great sailing. It was moment. a great. Oh, it was yeah, perfect. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. Yeah, but this this, this was time. more. We were mm-hmm. sailing into a quartering sea. Well, there was a bit of a push behind us, and then we had this weird quartering sea coming uh-huh. from the, the port side, and uh, we buried we buried the the, the lured ama up like to the a up third to the, of it. Third of it. That must have been a terrible <laughs> moment. And buried then the nose, start burying the nose. Oh yeah. It's like. That's what I'm talking about, guys. Let's not do this anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and my dad's just like, watch out. It's like, watch it's happening. There's nothing yeah, we can do about, about it. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's what you can do as you're coming out of it that's going to yeah. keep, keep going. And so. we, we, and the, because we were looking at the wind and we were like, why would we take the spinnaker down? It's only like 15. Like, we can totally handle that. But there was, it was the seas. And yeah, yeah. We oh, dropped the spinnaker and just pulled out the jib and it, it built and higher it built, than that after that. And we that. kept doing the same speed. continued to build. <laughs> uh-huh. We held like over 10 knots of boat speed, even once we pulled down the, the yeah, spinnaker. Yeah, we put a reef. We put a reef and in the main. And we put a reef in the main. And you were still doing 10 knots. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> the only reason we did, Talk like, we would go from, like, 7 to 10 knots, and that's just because when we went and, like, hit a, a wave in the, the back side, it would yeah, slow yeah, us yeah. down. Yeah. Otherwise, we would have just, like, kept cruising. But it continued to build. It built to the point where we were in 30. Yeah. For, for a brief amount of time. Yeah. Um, and. Was it still daylight? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't sail on the By the time. Oh, yeah, that's right. By the time we got into that heavier stuff. Uh, we actually gotten out of some of that confused sea swell. So We're behind an island. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was a lot better. It was just it was just a windy windy day, yeah. with, with a kind of a heavy chop. Yeah, and uh, we just we just and it, and that was all. Uh, there was no tacking involved. That was all uh, jibing at that point. So we kind of got into this rhythm of jibing. Um, we'd furl the jib, you know, wham bam, bring the brings the uh, main sheet in tight. Go through a real slow jibe, mm-hmm. let it out, let everything out. start again, and uh, just kind of got in this about every fifteen minutes, every twenty minutes or so, side to side. And you're kind of all hands the, throughout the day, right? By, yeah. m- by, by more or less. It, w- it was definitely doable with only two people, one person to steer and one person to do the sails. But given that we were switch the jib with one person, mm-hmm. yeah. for, uh, switching the spinnaker is a two person. Spinnakers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. Thanks that. Uh, would you have? Okay, how about this, Nikki and Marcus? Um, have you all, you all are very, you seem very um, comfortable with each other. Your no, relationship we, seems very we strong. we hate each other. <laughs> this is the first time we've ever talked in like three years. <laughs> right, right. So was this, did this create any kind of bonding moment for you all? Or are you all just tight? And this is just another adventure a family does. Part of a family. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I feel like, for me at least, it was definitely like this is just another adventure. Not like... Obviously, it's more than just another adventure. Like, oh, it's not something you're just going to brush off. But I don't think I, there was a moment or anything I, where... I think it was, for me, it's kind of like more of this, well, this is just what we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as as raft guides, we've... When was the first time we took you guys down the Grand Canyon? You were... 11. 11? <laughs> They're all something like, oh, like so, remember that time we went down the Grand Canyon? I'm like, I've never got down the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've done several, you know, 14 to 18-day... 
Grand Canyon rafting trips. Yeah. And that's just, you know, again, it's part of, you know, who we are, I guess, as a family. And, yeah. You know, our kids have all, you know, they, they all basically grew up starting out in Dutch Harbor. Yeah. Um, you know, we'd go out on, on days like this. Oh, my God, we'd be out halibut fishing until the sun went down at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to get them when you can. Yeah. These yeah. kind of days, yeah. Exactly. So uh, it's just, you know, that that kind of adventure-driven stuff, we, we like that. Okay, well, how about this kind of as a closing um, comment? There, is there any advice you all would give someone thinking about doing this race? Um, pedaling is better than rowing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't, it's not worth in the first three days, even though you think you're a good biker and you go everywhere on your bike, if you go harder than you ever have before for days in a row, it's not going to work. It's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, the funny thing about pedaling, while it looks like it's like a bicycle, it's really not anything like a bicycle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because a bicycle, you know, you push down hard, you're pushing, you know, your traction's almost perfect on the road. This, you're slipping a propeller through the water. It's sliding through the water. So the harder you push, it doesn't make it go any faster around and around. <laughs> so it's it's better just to get into a, a kind of a loose rhythm with mm-hmm. your legs. You know, you, when you see the pictures, most of the pictures are, you know, really cool sailing scenes oh, yeah. or, you know, blasting <laughs> along. You can't There's nothing hate. like that, man. <laughs> we, had, we had one moment um, as we're coming up into one of the straits that leads over to Prince Rupert. Where we had we had about two knots, two and a half knots. No, it was like against three us. or four knots. Oh, three or four. And we're trying to sneak on one side, mm-hmm. try to use the eddies and, and the, the, the oh. side there. Mm-hmm. And we were pretty close. I don't know, we were probably 20, we're, 20 yeah. 30 feet off the. We were sailing. We were yeah. sailing, mm-hmm. but we were, we were also. We didn't also pedaling? Didn't have to pedal, yeah. Oh, yeah. But all of a sudden the wind went, boo. And, and now we're going backwards. Right up next to the rocks. We've been trying to get the eddies, and it's like, oh my gosh, drop the pedals now, hightail it, like, just perpendicular to the shore. Yeah. And Mm. we lost, like, almost a mile just Just because the current just suddenly took over. just sweeping us. Right, and you're just trying to claw yourself off the shore. Another piece of advice, if you choose to do the freeze-dried route, which is a good route, freeze-dried food nowadays is actually pretty nice, Mm -hmm. um... Would recommend maybe having a cooler with some things like cheese and lots of hot sauce that makes it taste a lot hot better. Sauce. But do not buy the Alpen Air veggie burrito bowl. Oh my god. It's awful. <laughs> oh my god. Somebody said I was out here. Somebody down there said, you know, it, it, when I tasted it, it reminded me of soap. And then I couldn't think of anything else but soap. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, we got to Bella Bella. Yeah. And both these guys were like Wow, it took us like nine days to get here, and we're halfway through all our food. We should get some more food. Yeah. Well, like, it's, it's going to take us another nine days or anything. <laughs> yeah. We're going to we, run out of food, and there's not any place to buy it. We have so much food. <laughs> just, uh, we got more food, and then it took us three days because we just got an amazing wind all the way. Yeah. No, uh, as far as mm-hmm. just like thoughts before you consider, it's long. <laughs> it's longer than you think. It's it is. longer. It always takes time. Definitely, like a few days in, I'm just like, I have no idea what day it is anymore. But I've just settled into like, this is you are now just on the boat, and that is it. Don't yeah. make this your first adventure. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. Oh, but don't. It's not where you learn how to do it. It's definitely not a learn how to. I mean, for some people, yes, but you have to be a special kind of person for that to work. <laughs> also, if you're uh, pedaling for long hours, which you will be. Highly recommend getting some books on tape to listen to. Because after a while, you just get sick of hearing each other's voices. And then having, like, a story. 
It's nice. Just a bit I've distraction. never heard that idea before. We listened, so we we, we listened to Ready Player One, and we're halfway through oh, yeah. the fourth Harry Potter book. And there was one, about two, a three, and yeah. we're halfway through we're four. four. Oh, really? about yeah. a, uh, there was a day or so before we reached Bella Bella, where we ran out of one of the books, and we didn't have any more downloaded, and we were all about like super antsy and like ready to throw each other overboard. <laughs> so like, we don't have any more books on tape. We need more Harry. We really did have <laughs> to, like data to download it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, the books, books on tape. Yeah, that's great advice. That's great. We just had a little Bluetooth speaker sitting up under the weather dodger and cranked it up. And sometimes we listen to music. Sometimes we talked a little bit. And, you know, just, just having some other distraction. Because when you're on the you're on the pedals, when you're doing that, it's just it's a right. great. Yeah, that's great. Takes your, put your brain someplace else. So so one last thing. Oh, yeah, uh, go. You know, it's, the, it's all about the adventure. And the difference between ordeal and adventure is attitude. Uh, and that's you know that's kind of been a motto of mine for a long time. Yeah, you all certainly have the, the right attitude. There's no lie. It's good. Yeah, thanks for talking with me, y'all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for racing too. Well, thanks no. for making us making a thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>